What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Talk Talk Punch podcast, the place where we talk about all those nerdy things you love to talk about. Thanks so much for joining us. Make sure that you subscribe from wherever you get your podcasts so that you'll be notified whenever a new podcast gets released to see what we're talking about that week. Kind of like this week's topic of... We're talking Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I am Brody Hansen, joined as always by Charlie Hickman. Charlie Hickman, how are things going, brother? Brody. Brody, I am I can't get past how short your beard is. It's freaking me out. I got, got it that. trimmed. I went to a nice nice hip barber where they sell uh, oh my gosh whiskey, and they all wear suits. It's hip, <laughs> hip man. It's cool. All right, now I don't want to. Does, does it come with like a lid? Like, if I'm in a bar, like place where like loose hairs are flying everywhere, the last <laughs> thing I want is like a big open glass of beverage. Got like a, I got a nice whiskey here and beard hair all over this, like the top. You're like, well, I didn't. Oh, is this I great whiskey? It's great. I didn't get one. <laughs> well, if it comes in a sippy cup, I'm in. Like oh. a sippy cup of whiskey while I get my while I get my beard trimmed here. Like I'm, I'm gonna try not to be distracted by this while we talk about this show tonight. But I, I'm telling you, every time I look at you, I, I, I don't know, freaks me out a little bit. Well, it's I wanted to get it weird. trimmed because I was so proud of my shirt selection, because I have oh. the Millennium Falcon with the red, white, and blue. Oh, Come well, on, that's very relevant, Brody. Come I mean, on. it's not like you got Falcon as Captain America on your shirt, though. Oh my goodness, Bam! I know. I know. Look at that's this bad one. boy right here. It's a good one. It's a good one. All right. Yeah. Anyone can bring you content. We bring you content and t-shirts. Yes, we do. To match. Yes, we do. All right. Should we get into it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's do it. So Falcon and Winter Soldier just wrapped up on Friday. This was a short one. Ooh. This was only six episodes. It was a short one. Now, yeah. now I watch these weekly. Charlie, you binge watch these. So binge them. I bet you were happy that there were only six episodes, huh? This was an easy watch for you. It was an easy watch. Uh, I will talk about it in a, in a minute here, but I, it could have been longer. Oh, okay. All right. Could have been longer. All right. Um, so this is... But, but, but it'd have to be different. It would have to be different to be longer. We'll talk about it. Okay. All right. Well, let's, let's kind of get right into just kind of reactions to it. What's, what, was, what was your overall reaction to, to this mini series okay this mini mini series it wasn't a mini i really enjoyed it series. and i think that one like WandaVision and and now the falcon winter soldier i think we're both very strong entries into the television format I'm, I'm really liking this concept i think that disney hasn't fully embraced the medium yet the television mm -hmm. medium and they are still kind of like like for instance in falcon winter soldier like every episode had like a big battle scene like it was like like these trying trying to do like little mini movies, and and there's really only like two episodes out of the six where we get like a lot of them together. Sure. And I really I could have done I could have done with a lot more of that. We could have probably taken a little bit True. more time developing some characters and telling some stories. Um, but for what it was, I really enjoyed it, uh, and I'm excited to talk about it tonight. What about you? Yeah, I I liked it. I think. Um... There were some things that I think could have been a little better. I think there were some things that were just kind of out of their control. Uh, I, you know, COVID kind of threw a wrench in the production of this. Uh, you know, I, I, at least from what I've read is that this, because this was supposed to be the big entry point. This was going to be the first thing out. Right. And, and mid-production, you know, they, they have this subplot or a pretty 
big plot with the uh, flag smashers and like a biological weapon. And so you you see kind of hints, you know, at some points they're talking about medicine and you see people that are sick and then like all that stuff is kind of swept under the rug and it's not mentioned again. Right. And so, and so, you know, you can see that some things were kind of disjointed. Um, I wasn't crazy about everything, but there was a lot that I did like this. This had a much more cinematic feel than, yeah, definitely. than, than like WandaVision. And, and I think that was a very intentional thing because WandaVision was yeah. a, like a sitcom type thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this one felt, did feel very MCU. So I, I, I liked it. I, I, I agree. I think it could have been, you know, we could have done with another two or three episodes probably. Yeah, like flush out, you could have flushed out the storyline of, of the Flag Smashers a little bit more. We could have learned a little bit more about, about Sharon's character, even a little bit more backstory on, on Walker and, and just more of this, like more of the two of them because yeah. I think they had great chemistry and I really, really would have loved to have seen a little bit more of that play out on screen um, so, sure. but you know what? I maybe in the future. But I love that this wasn't shoehorned into one movie and then put out there. I think it was really cool. The story that they told in this, I think this format was beautiful for it, and it's setting up like a really exciting Cap Four that I'm I'm like super pumped for. And I, I will say this about both WandaVision and this show, because look, they're imperfect. Everything everything is imperfect, folks out there. If you're looking for a perfect show or a perfect movie. You're not going to find it. Uh, and if you're trying to defend something as perfection, you got your blinders on. And the show does <laughs> actually a pretty good job of, of really throwing that uh, at the characters and then at, at the audience about this country that we love. It is completely imperfect and recognizing the imperfections and, and then deciding what to do, like understanding the whys and what to do. But I digress. They, they, I, the one thing that I love that these shows have done is they've made, they've added value to past movies and to future movies. Like, oh, I finished this. I'm like, I want to go watch Captain America Winter Soldier again. Sure. I want to go, I want to go see that again. Like, and it's going to add more depth and meaning to that. Uh, and, you know, same with, same thing with Age of Ultron, I guess. I don't know. I, I'll watch it again. But it's, it's, it's cool to like, when I finish these shows, I'm like, I kind of, I kind of want to like go watch those old movies. Yeah. And I'm really excited for the new stuff too. So, sure, sure. I, yeah. I think that this one, especially like, I, I agree in that, like, I really want to go watch Civil War again because that had so much of, like, yeah. all this. This this felt like a really big sequel to Civil War because we got Zemo and we got, you know, um, Bucky and Sam and, like, like, all this stuff. And so, yeah. So, yeah. Sharon Carter. but uh, Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. SC. Um, so what were, what were some highlights for you for this season? So highlights three because we're gonna talk. Do we we do highlights and then and then lowlights? Is that what we're doing? Sure. Okay. So highlights first. I like the chemistry here a lot. Yeah. And I like I like both of the leads. I think Anthony Mackie is gonna just be fantastic as as Cap. Uh, I thought they did a really good job of like showing the conflict and struggle that he has as as a black man in America with everything like the cl the climate that's around right now. And I'm, I'm glad that they didn't shy away from that, that they kind of just went all in that. I really, really loved the character of Isaiah Bradley and kind of just like, un unlike my feelings of Clint and his family when they were like shoehorning <laughs> that into the Avengers and like, and stalling the action and we're on a farm and it's like just, and there's no story being told. Like here we get to see some actual real depth in the, in the story that the family's being told and very relatable. 
so I, I thought I really liked that a lot. Um, it, it had like a like a Lethal Weapon kind of vibe to it, and then and sure. then they bring uh, <laughs> and then they bring the Joe Pesci character in there with uh, Zemo, and it's like all of a sudden it's Lethal Weapon three. And, <laughs> you know, it, so there were, there were some good laughs. Like the action, I thought was outstanding. Um, uh, all right, I know it's Kurt Russell's son, but yeah. Does, does Wyatt Russell ever, when he has the mask on, does he? Did you ever think, is that Randy Quaid's son, like a little bit like Randy Quaid's son? Do you, no, I never Google, thought Google, that. <laughs> never. Google side by side, like, like a go do an image search for Randy Quaid and then imagine him in the Captain America mask. Anyway, uh, hmm. but uh, I, <laughs> there were some surprises along the season, and then there were some things that I think we'll talk about in a minute that maybe weren't as exciting or great, but. Definitely the highlight was the leads and I thought the yeah. overall tone and the message, the message that was delivered and the way that they constructed that I thought was really great. What about you? Yeah, I, I agree. I think the chemistry between Bucky and uh, Sam was, was great. I, I, I loved like the little montages of like with them working on the boat together was, was great. You know, them just like, I told, I told, I told him, I'm, I'm, someone's going to get paint on them from the other person. They're going to paint them. Yeah, I, I wanted the full, give me the full experience here. And so it was, they were just fun to watch, you know, when they're just razzing yeah. each other, you know, they're walking down the street, just razzing each other, just nonstop. And so that was super fun. Uh, I really liked that this just continued to open up, the MC, like the world of the MCU, where we get Madripoor, like ever so briefly, you know, the, the, we didn't spend a whole lot of time there. But now yeah. we know that there's the like this lawless city in, you know, Southeast Asia or wherever it was, um, yeah. just like that exists. And there's all this weird it's, stuff. It's just and there's there. assassins. And, and, and that's just something that's <laughs> there. Um, what was the other? I was just thinking about it. Um, I don't know, but it just it just continued to open up this MCU world, and so that yeah. it that gets me you know excited, you know we got even like this did have you know callbacks to Age of Ultron, you know we got like the Sokovia you know mentions yep. and things like that that was really cool is because that was such a big deal in Age of Ultron of like oh my goodness this city like <laughs> was was thrust up into the air and then slammed back down. And then, you know, they talked about a Sokovia Accords and things like that. But, like, what happened to the city? And now we, you know, there's memorials and stuff like that. And so just, yeah. like, fleshing some of this stuff out, I really enjoyed. Yeah, I think I think this sets up, like, of all the things that Marvel has done, this might be the most conversational. Like, uh, you know, just like my wife and I talking through, like, this is, like, real stuff. Like, they're dealing with, like, real life things that we're, that we're dealing with right now. And so it, it just, it was really neat to sit down after of an episode. You know, we're not, like, we don't get to weigh the decisions of, like, should we lift the city in the air or not? Or, you yeah. know, should we defend the Earth against aliens? Like, we can talk about the movie, but very few things that have happened in the MCU, I'm like, oh, man. That really speaks to me like this one time when I got abducted by a spaceship and then I was like in space and man, that was like really like that hit me. That really hit home. Like it felt, this felt really like the most grounded story. Sure. And so it was like really cool. Like whether, you know, whether just, just talking about the different, uh, you know, arguments they're having about like, can you have, can you have super soldiers without inherently having supremacy? Like, can, can you do that? Can you start a revolution with blood and actually change things or, or is the, are you just making things different? Like, so like, there's a lot of just, like, just you know, the race in America, there's just so many like interesting topics that you can just sit 
and like let's have conversations about and i thought i thought that that's really cool like that's a really neat and obviously he's not a super soldier i think i think amy asked me like three times like she's like so he's just like a guy there's just like a guy like he's just a guy with a shield like and it's, it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out like yeah, yeah. it's a guy you know yeah. uh so it's good so you know being a normal hero which i think is actually really cool like getting yeah. away from some of like the you know the gods among men stuff sure sure okay how about some misses for you what okay so when i was thinking about this uh and it reminded me of, of, my, of my high school drama class um my my high school drama teacher was he's a little, you know he's a little we we cared for him in, in doses, uh, and he had, uh, we were doing like these like improv sketches and the group before us like he was just like being real hard on them because they didn't uh, establish the scene enough and he's like look in a scene you gotta I want to know who you are what you're what you're doing what your motivation is and where you're going and things like that and. And he's like, okay, and so this is your scene. You guys are friends, you're in a rowboat and you're crossing over to go to the other side of an island. And so we we're, you know, we sit down on stage, we start pantomime and I'm like, I'm sure glad us three friends are together here in this rowboat going across the water to get to the other side of this island. Uh, and just, just kind of being a jackass, but just like, you know, everything that he said, like word for word and it just forced into the scene. And I kind of feel like they did that in the beginning uh, of this Bucky story, like really okay. trying to force like, oh man, there's consequences to his actions. And he's like, ah, it's sad that my son is dead, but what's even worse than a dead son is not knowing who killed him. And then he goes on a date with a girl. It's like, yeah, you know, it's pretty bad. Like, I like, I'm glad you're hanging out with this guy, but he's really upset about not <laughs> knowing who killed him. Yeah. Like, at, you know, and then the, the line of like the, there's no word for someone who loses a kid, which was, a, it's a great line. It was a great line in Six Feet Under when I heard it the first time. It was an interesting line in Grimm when I heard it for the second time. And now it's just kind of recycled here in this. It just felt like they're really trying hard to make Bucky feel bad by kind of like, just, it, we're in a rowboat. We're going to the other side of the water. It was just very like, like everything she was saying on the date was like, you know, if you were in therapy and you were the one who killed him, you probably should tell him, which by the way, no, he should not. Like, what What are we talking? Like, imagine losing a kid, it'd be horrific. Yeah. And then imagine someone befriends you. And then imagine like, <laughs> however many months later, they're like, oh, and by the way, I'm the one who killed him. Have a nice day. And then they show him like drinking tea in the shop. Like, I'm so happy. <laughs> He's the one who killed him, my new friend. Like, I mean, what are we? Like, that's, he could have just said, you know, hey, I got some information from the government. He was killed by an evil agent, Winter Soldier. Terrible. What a tragedy. And then moved on with it. Everyone moves on with their lives as best they can. But no, I'm the one who killed him in your face. And I fake friended you. Yeah. <laughs> Grief. You know, like, it was just like that whole that whole plot was just like, come on. It but, didn't uh, last long. Like It didn't. Him, but it was with, irritating. With in a six man. episode arc. They could have done that so much more subtly or or spread it over some things. Like, he could have just been having bad dreams for all. I mean, like, we get it. He killed a lot of people and he didn't he didn't know he was killing and didn't mean to. Like, we get it. He's sad. He's brooding. Look how look how mopey he is. We get it. He's 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 emo soldier. We get it. Uh, I just I didn't care for that part. And probably the, the other thing, you know, look, Marvel, Marvel, these movies tend to have like a, a villain problem. Uh, if yeah. you wanted to point to a weakness. And this certainly didn't like if i took super soldier serum could i beat up like trained soldiers just because i I've, I've got serum i can just i'm strong so therefore i am also now great at hand-to-hand -hand combat my 
I, I don't know how that works. And some of it just felt like a little underdeveloped and a little like what could have been like a really interesting storyline. Maybe the storyline was just interest. It was better than the sum of its parts. Like the, the villains weren't that compelling to me as individuals, yeah. but, but I, I did like the, you know, like the way that they were drawn to comparison to the snap. And then now these people getting out. I, I, anyway, it was it, the storytelling was interesting more so than like the actual bad guys. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that was that was one of the misses for me was the flag smashers, um, and, and I'm sure that you know a, a fair amount of that was this whole plot line that that had to then be cut, you know, and, yeah. and rearranged, and they had filmed a bunch of stuff, and you can't go and refilm everything, you know. Um, but for to me, they were kind of like, okay, like they're there and they're strong and they're fast and like what? So they is like one world one. So they don't like borders, but they want, they, they wanted things to go back to where they were with the snap. And so they're just like, are they just planning on killing like half the world? I, I don't know. It was all, I, I just, I, I never quite like, I didn't have like sympathy for them. I was, I wasn't, I just was like, okay, they're 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 just bad guys right now. That's all that they, they felt. Like humanized to it a little bit more, but it, it kind of like it felt like they were like he, it was more like a like a battle of ideology, which I thought, which I think is interesting. But like if you, if you kind of if it doesn't get personified in the right way, like that it's not just as it's just not as compelling. And I think they could have maybe done a better job of like you know making making Carly or some some of the other maybe flushing out some of the other you know, henchmen for lack of a better word. I mean, you know, the guy's getting like gutted by Captain America's shield. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know that. I don't I know. I have no idea who he name. was. Like, there was the one they guy. They maybe made some of that a little bit more impactful. There was the one guy who seemed like he was always uncomfortable with the decisions that Carly was making, but I couldn't even tell you that guy's name. You know, I'm like, okay, the guy with the ponytail, like I. Davich. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Davich. Okay. Well, I didn't know that until now. So hey, you binge it. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta keep it fresh. So, so I. But, they, but yeah, yeah. There they, was... they were probably the biggest, the biggest miss for me was sure. was the flag smashers. And can, look, can I be honest with you? Absolutely. Like right, right now, just here, it's just you and just me. You no one's watching. Me. Just you and me, bro. Yep. I don't really care that much about the villains in these things. I don't. Like, it's important for the plot. Like something like this. Like. Have, having have you have to have a villain you have to have a plot but this you know if you think about uh sometimes like in the like the dc often gets thrown around like they have these great villains and i think that people just think of like the iconic batman villains and kind of lump that around the entirety and then it's like okay well, what are your favorite aquaman villains or you know pe people might be a little bit harder to you know uh, not not you not you brody not, not you not but Black others Manta. others out there <laughs> you know i just I don't know that we need like amazing villains when the stories we want to hear are about the, the heroes. And the, and if we're going to focus more on like the internal struggles and conflicts and really bring that to the forefront of the storytelling, I don't know that like if, if we had gotten more bad guy in this, better bad guy in this, if the rest of the storytelling would have been as compelling. It could have been. They could have pulled it off. Other, other shows, other movies have certainly pulled it off. But I... It, 
like I think that was a miss, like the flag, the flag smashers, but it, it didn't bother me at all. Okay. If that kind of makes sense, does that make sense? Like, sure. it, I, I, like I didn't walk away like, oh man, that was dumb. You know, look, like when you watch Iron Man for the first time, like, look, come on, that was, come on, right? Like the bad guy here, we got bridges in the suit. Like that wasn't super compelling, but I didn't care. It's like Tony, give me Tony Stark, like. Put it in my veins. Give it to me. I don't. I don't. I don't need to overthink the bad guy here. I just give me Robert Downey Jr. all day, yeah. please. You know, like it was, like it was. It was fine. Like sure. Like in retrospect, you can go back and you can pick it apart and you can say, "Come on, that wasn't really. What are we doing here? What are we doing here?" Yeah. I mean, I, I, if you give me good characters, good storytelling, that's what I want. I love the villain. Villains are some of my favorite parts. Um, I know you're. you're, you're I, I love villains. I love villains. I was super excited to see to see Zemo back, you know, and and in all the promotional stuff, that he he got his mask, and I was super excited. I love Zemo. Um, you love Zemo. Were, were you surprised, like at, at his like arc? I guess we'll talk about him. We'll talk about him. Yeah. So let's so let's kind of run through the characters. Okay, they've all. Let's do it. That oh, that was another thing that I think I struggle with a little bit in this show was there was a lot of people. There was a lot of stuff crammed into sure. six episodes. I mean, there were so many characters and there was a lot of different plot points and a lot of different arcs. And it was a lot for six episodes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I think about all the stuff and I'm like, golly, we must've had like multiple arcs going on every single episode. So yeah, that was, that was another thing. Um, but let's 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 walk through the characters. Okay, first so, off, I think Sam, probably you know co-lead, was Falcon. Um, I thought he he did great. I liked his arc here. I liked that, um, you know, we went from Falcon kind of just doing the the goodwill, you know, stuff and struggling with. Does he keep the shield? Does he not keep the shield? It was given to him by Captain America. What do you do with it? Well, you put it in a museum and, and then eventually kind of working back to taking on the mantle of Captain America. Right. I, I really enjoyed this. I, I, I enjoyed um, seeing that, see, seeing him, you know, even like his little training montage where he kind of gets more comfortable with all this You're stuff. The best. <laughs> I know. It, it was, wasn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> They needed more 80s music during the montages. Other than that, it was great. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Um, so, yeah, I I really in, enjoyed it. Um, I yeah, I liked his arc a lot. It was good. Uh, I'm sorry, you were about to say something else. I thought you were done. Well, go no, ahead. You, you, you touch on your stuff. I have I have one little little negative about Sam. Okay, well, give, give, us, give us your negative. Go ahead. Give me a chance to defend my okay, boy. So he... He uh, he gets the Captain America suit at the end. I didn't like the right. Captain America suit. What? I didn't Why like not? it. I didn't like it. I thought it. What looked, about it? I thought Be it, specific. I thought it looked silly. I thought the head thing looked bad. It 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 was like it was like uh, it, it was giving me Captain America from Avengers One vibes, and I really didn't like that suit. Um, the Avenger, the first Avengers, the Captain first America Avengers suit. Captain America suit, where it they were like, okay, it's it's gonna be the comic book suit, and it was like, it was like, well, no, I don't like it, you know, and and then was really happy when Winter Soldier came out and he had like a a better, much better suit, and so this just felt it felt, I don't know, I didn't like it, 
I'm watching him and I'm like, it should look cool. And I just don't think it does. <laughs> I didn't Aww. like, like, I love the color schemes. I love, you know, like the design of the suit, but just the way that it, maybe it was the way that it fit him, the way that it kind of went around his neck and stuff like that. I was like, I don't like it. I hope, I hope that they get a better suit for, for the movie. I hope they improve that. You're a man who is always, and I will say this to your credit or detriment, <laughs> care deeply about the outfits in these uh, various <laughs> comic book adventures. I do. I do. It's a big can, deal. Can we agree that no matter how you feel strongly or, or passively about this particular outfit, the worst superhero outfit all, of all times was the nipples and the bat suit, right? Is that, would you put that as the worst movie portrayal of a an icon yeah yeah okay. yeah the, i think the batman and robin suits were probably the worst okay i just i, just, I, I didn't know if this was like supplanting that in your mind all of a sudden no, now you got a new no worst. no it's not that bad i mean okay all right. but i didn't like it i didn't like it okay i i wasn't bothered by the costume um and I don't. I don't mean to say that to trivialize you. I just didn't. I, you know, I'll have to look at it again. Uh, the goggles fit weird. The goggles fit really. Weird. They were like this. They were like really like his eyes were really low on them, and then half the goggles were like his forehead. So you're you're saying they went too high? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. They so you want you want more of like a fit like a this? The goggles that he normally wears fit him great. Just give him those goggles in a different color. And lose now, to the headpiece. Lose the headpiece. I mean, this was made in Wakanda, sight unseen. I mean, it wasn't like he went in for a fitting. <laughs> you know, it's. I mean, they just kind of made it and put it in a box. You know, it's not like. Uh... I mean, like the, the the technology advancements they have in Wakanda are amazing, but maybe they haven't mastered goggle technology sight unseen for someone's face frame yet. You don't think they have Possibly. just like all his specs where they could make it tailor made to him? Maybe they maybe they did. Maybe they just got the dimensions of the forehead to ocular bone ratio wrong. I don't know. Maybe. I will watch this again, just the ending, just just so I can see the suit. And I'm gonna pay because I didn't notice the goggles. I was paying attention to like the plot and the story and the action. <laughs> uh, so I will I will go back. I'll freeze frame. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm looking for this. I want to see how high up the top of the goggles go. It's like it's like this. Uh, <laughs> As it keeps getting bigger. It's, All yeah, right. yeah, so it's it, like this. there's not even there's not even a ceiling. It just it just starts here and then the goggles no, just go goes, all the way up. All, all the way up. All the way up. All right. All right. Well, that wasn't uh, part of what I I intended to talk about for 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 <laughs> character. I, I I do like that he's Uncle Sam and that he's Uncle Buck. I do I do enjoy <laughs> that we get that we get two very iconic uncles uh, in in the in the story there. Uh, look, I, I really enjoyed his arc, and I'm really glad that they were able to tell it in this format. I think it would have been really weird to to start like Captain America four with like a pensive captain, like where he's sure. like, ah, I don't really, I don't know if I want this, or or he's doing it, but he's not really into it. Like it would have just been, you know, one of my big complaints about origin stories in general is that it takes so long for the character to be comfortable, like we got to waste a whole movie or half a movie with them, like not really knowing what to do with their powers yeah. or their suit. And they're trying to figure stuff out. And so instead of seeing cool, like really great, like heroes doing really great things, you're watching people kind of like jump into walls, which was cool in the first Spider-Man, but maybe not as cool in the second or the third. Uh, 
you know, and so it's just like, oh, you know, caring about Batman's parents again. But, uh, you know, so I liked uh, I, I liked getting the inner <laughs> like this inner struggle here and getting to flush that out a little bit more. And it's not just about replacing the legacy uh, of Rogers, but like all these other factors that are going into this. I just thought that was really well done. And I said there's some really killer like dialogue moments, um, you know, and that and man, that ending scene like with him and Isaiah and he takes him to the museum. I was I was bawling. I was like, oh, <laughs> I forgive you for having weird goggles. Uh, you know, it was. Uh, Watch it. it was, that was it was powerful. And I look, I like the end speech uh, a, a lot. I, I thought like his like just like monologue out there in the streets. It reminded me a lot of like comic books, like just look, look very rarely outside of these kind of podcast interactions. Do we get to stand up and deliver great monologues in life? Uh, and so, you know, I can understand how, like, maybe in this format, uh, there were people online who were complaining, like, eh, he was rattling on it for, for so long. Uh, but I, on a page, like in the comics, we get this stuff all the time, right, Brody? Sure. You're, a comic, you're a comic book guy. We get yeah. these big speeches, and it's written there, and you read it, and you just, and you soak it in. I thought that was really great. I thought the message was really great. I thought the analogy that he was using uh, was great. I just, I, every, it all worked for me. Uh, and so I was really pleased with his character, and it just... And it got me revved up. Like I'm excited for Captain America four. I look, Anthony Mackie's a great actor. And I don't think we really got to know that as much when he was just kind of sidekicking. He was was a side Uh, character. Yeah. And he was just kind of, you know, he's just kind of out there. I, this, the the phase four, like no one knew how that was going to work, but I love that Marvel's like making diversity a point. I think diversity is so important for survival. Uh, You know, the, the more people that you can include in terms of like, build building excitement and enthusiasm for whatever it is that whatever you know in this case you know the comics and the characters like br- bring people into the tent uh, every everybody i mean just see, seeing the the, pe- the way people are, are excited and reacting to get a captain america that looks like them or to get you know we, we talked about shang chi to have a care a superhero that looks like them i think it's undersold and something someone like me and someone like you can just take that for granted so easily because it's just been that way for us since since we were kids, you know, and I, I just think it's really neat to see them making a point of emphasis to bring those characters to life for a new generation of fans with with just a, di- a you know just a different tone to 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 the to the movie. This was really like I I know I mentioned this earlier, but I I, I really like how grounded and kind of like in this era this was. I just yeah. thought that was really cool. Um, so I, I anyway I loved it. Give me some give me some Anthony Mackie. Give me some Uncle Sam in the suit. Uh, we'll, we'll iron out the goggles later. New suit. New we'll suit. fix up the costume. But like I, the wings with the cap suit, that's I, pretty tight, I, man. I, that's going to create some fun battles. And I do love the stuff that they did with the wings. You know, whenever he used the wings for right? other things, when he's like anchoring them into the ground to like push him it's forward. It's cool. That was awesome. When he used, he, I'm always like, whenever he puts them in front of himself to, to uh, shield them, I'm always like, that's, that's so cool. I don't know how he controls cool. these things. I don't know if it's a telepathic Shh. thing. I don't know if it like goes into his spine like doc ox style where he can control them i don't know i don't know but it's awesome it's awesome i i meant to ask you a question in the good and the bad okay should i do that now or would you like me to save that to the end no ask me now so how does the time travel stuff with steve rogers work so that's a big he just decided Charlie. <laughs> so like nothing changed like he, so his decision to not be captain america and go back in time and just like grow old with this lady friend 
didn't change like the kids that the lady had. It didn't change anything. No, because like, it started a new branch, a new branch timeline. So that's just a different, that's a different world. Yep. And so we'll deal with that different world another time. Yep. Yep. Okay. I, that was my assumption, but I just wanted to, because now, I mean, like, so he effectively in that timeline, like wiped out generations of people. Well, but, but we also don't know that those kids weren't Steve Rogers kids. And this timeline, they, they aren't. They couldn't be. I don't know. All right. Well, t I guess we'll talk more about that after the Doctor Strange movie and they start kind of explaining some of this. Yeah. I mean, look, never be able to explain it to, to make it make actual logic, but maybe, maybe uh, it'll, it'll get close. New branch we'll timeline. Again. Just like, just like the ancient one described. New branch timeline. All right. I didn't look. I did not like the way they ended Steve Rogers' story. I did not like... Oh, Endgame, Endgame for me. I did, I did I not did. like the ending of Endgame. Wow, oh, you didn't Endgame. like Endgame. I did not. Let's move on before I, I start crying. I didn't say I didn't like Endgame. I just didn't like the way that they ended the character. The movie was great. The action was great, but just the ending. We have to. You know, we just do a whole one of these just on the ending of Endgame. I know. See if you can well, talk we into have liking it. We have. We have a lot. I did of not Marvel like the way they ended it for the characters. We have a lot of Marvel stuff we could talk about. All right. All right, All right. Keep going, so keep let's, going, let's, let's move you're, on you're to Bucky. Track. You're off let's, topic. Yeah, and we're, we're blowing through time here. All right, so Bucky. Bucky was great. I really liked Bucky. I really like yeah. – he's, he's like a grumpy guy, and I can relate with that, and, and I enjoy watching <laughs> that because it's like watching myself. Um, you know, seeing him like – I can see that. You know, just the little things like with the arm, you know, he's got like this super strength. And so when he when he does stuff, it's just it's just super cool. Um, I. The stuff with the therapist was was interesting. Um, it, it maybe went on a little long, I think. Um, but it was cool. Uh, what else? What else about Bucky? Just, I don't know, just like, he just, I just really enjoy this character, you know, even going like, even when we went to Madripoor, right? And he's like pretending that he's still the Winter Soldier, like just seeing all the stuff that he can do is really neat because you know that it's not just like, that's not just the brainwashing, like he's able to do all that stuff. And right. so like every fight that he's going through, he's like restraining himself because he could kill people like really easily <laughs> because he was the winter soldier. Um, and so like watching all that, I, I really, I really enjoyed that. And just, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's a grumpy guy and I relate with that. So. Yeah. I like, I, I like Sebastian Stan. I think he's a good actor. It's, it's kind of, it was fun to see him get to do a little bit more, range i guess like to have a little bit more personality in the role yeah, he got to be like sometimes funny. is a little flat yeah he got to be a little bit more three-dimensional which i think is one of the great things that television can provide as a medium is an opportunity to flesh out the characters a little bit more uh, and i hope i hope they embrace that a little bit more and put a little bit more of that into these but yeah i, I thought their chemistry was great i like his arc sam's arc a little bit more bucky's arc was fine but it was like he's, he plays a good psychic he's, he's always been a good psychic to the shield uh, and just kind of helping prop up the captain. And I, I assume that probably he'll be doing that in four. I think right? so. I, mean, I think he's sticking around. Safe assumption. I, don't, I don't think they're, I don't think he's going anywhere. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's going to marry uh, Sam's sister. So it's true. I think, I mean, 
right? Sure. It's got that's got to that's got to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, I I don't have like a ton to to add to that. I, I mean, I, I whenever he's doing his action sequences, they're fantastic, and when when the when his arm they just take his arm right off during the mid fight scene, great. I thought that was that, that was great. Um, but yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so John Walker slash Captain America slash U.S. agent. Now, it's I... It's a lot of slashes. It's a lot of slashes. He was a lot of characters. Um, I found out, like, after episode two or three that this was Kurt Russell's son, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's You didn't son. know? Um, not right away, no. You couldn't tell just by looking at him? Well, and then every time I looked at him, I was like, oh, my gosh, he looks just like his dad. Like, and in the in the courtroom scene, when he's getting, like, all his stuff stripped, and he starts yelling, I was like, oh, my gosh, he even sounds just like his dad. Like, I don't know, I don't know how old he is and how old Kurt Russell was when he played, like, Snake Plissken, but, like, they look a lot alike. Like, a lot alike. Oh, don't get your hopes up. He's already said he has no interest in replacing his dad in a snake. In a, I know. In the role I, of snake I read. I read that same thing, and I was like, uh, I guess that makes sense. Um, <laughs> but this, I think he's, this, he's got those Mar- that Marvel money now. He doesn't need. He doesn't know, need to do anything right? else. Yeah, and and he's sticking around. This was, I I did like that they didn't kill him, like so many yeah. villains who come in, and they're bad guys, and then they die. And then they're just gone. I'm glad that he didn't die and that he gets to stick around and we get to see, you know, what is he going to do as U.S. agent? And what is he going to be doing with Julia Louise Dreyfus? Uh, you know, like what what's the next step for him? Is he going to be the bad guy in the yeah. next Captain America movie? Is he going to be the anti-hero who's trying to do good but is doing it in a bad way? You know, like what does this character do from here? Um, yeah, I I enjoyed this character, you know, going from like the the soldier to like becoming Captain America. But it does seems like he doesn't really want to be Captain America. But then he kind of embraces the Captain America and then, right. <laughs> and, you know, and then like and then he just with all like this pressure, like he just snaps, you know, and yeah, and I think it I really like that that shows like just how good Steve Rogers was at being Captain America and, and gives me hope for Sam as Captain America, you know, because it's, it shows that like, it's a, it's a tough job and it's a crappy job and you have to like, like, (laughs) you know, and so to, to, to watch him go through this, like, this up high and then like just sinking down low and and like that the the ending of the one episode where he kills the guy with the shield and you're just like this is bad news like oh my gosh you know That's so I, I i'm excited to see where it goes from here how about how about you what you what do you think of yeah, I'm glad. I'm I'm glad they didn't go like full heel turn in this. Sure. Like just to give him a little bit more of that. You know, I I think like an honest representation of someone who's probably like a good person that's been put in some like unthinkable situations. Oh, he and was helping come in out the of that. finale, you know, and doing stuff. Yeah. And... 
And, you know, even before he got the, the Captain America show, he was saying like the he's got medals for like the worst days of his life. And like the, you know, I'm sure the things that, he, that you know, the, war, the way that war can just, you know, uh, anyway, I, the, the psychology of the character I thought was interesting. And I thought his relationship with Lamar was really cool. I like Lamar, um, Battlestar. Uh, I was I was kind of bummed that, that we're not going to get more of that relationship and more of, of him moving forward. But uh, yeah, I, I liked I liked it. I liked that he wasn't he didn't turn into the main villain and that they kind of kept that a little bit more ambiguous. Uh, sure, sure. Got a little bit of good, a little bit of bad, because it gives a little bit more flexibility because I'm really not sure what they're doing with a lot of these characters, to be honest. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. It doesn't like it doesn't like set it up like, oh, like here's a cliffhanger and we have an obvious like these are things that need to get solved, but it, it kind of sets it up a little bit more ambiguously, which could be interesting. You know, a lot of different directions these characters could go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was, it was cool. I, I, I think, you know, just the different styles and personalities, you know, like someone like Steve Rogers, who's out in front and saying like, you know, I, and like trying to put it all on his own shoulders and just basically carry the load. And then you see someone more like Sam's Captain America, who's, Oh, like looking in the chopper and Oh, she can fly. She can fly a helicopter. Let's work together. Yeah. And it's going to be more like empowering other people to be great around him. And I think that's going to be a neat transition. And you see like when someone who doesn't have the, the fortitude to kind of carry that, I mean, who could, who could, and you see like it break him. I thought that, I thought that was really neat and, and understandable. Like it would break just about anybody to try to do that alone. Yeah. And so it's neat to see him not try to do that alone and to take the opposite approach and really kind of bring other people around him to work together and have that family connection and stuff. I thought that was cool. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm really curious to see where that goes and, now that he's yeah. now that he's U.S. agent, which he's definitely gonna be a bad guy, right? He's gotta be a bad guy. Uh, I don't know, like a bad guy, bad guy. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's gonna know, be a know. bad guy, bad guy. I think he's gonna be anti hero guy. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna be like, like Punisher or something. Uh, okay, so we got sh- the return of Sharon Carter, aka yeah. the Power Broker. Spoilers. I, I wonder. <laughs> I have, I have, I think I've had that conversation with Amy before. Like, what happened to her? Like, she's gone, right? Yeah. Well, we know that she got, she got snapped, and so, you know, she wasn't. I, I did. What did it say that she was running around with Captain America and Falcon and Black Widow for those five years? In between, I, I don't, Civil War I don't think that and it, Infinity War. I don't think so because I think they were all welcomed back, and she was not, right? I don't know. Because they were all back at doing stuff in a I couldn't remember if, if that was if that was a thing or if I just made that up. Possible I just I made, you that just up. made that up. I might have. Because um, she was building an empire, man. Well, but she was because she said that she she was doing stuff and then she vanished in the snap and then came back after the snap. Yeah, how long how long after the snap is this? Well, this would have I mean, been uh, It's like a year after the snap? Uh, I mean, WandaVision takes place like, you know, after snap. people came back from the snap. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess this would have. I'm not sure. I'm not sure yeah. how far this is after everybody came back right. from the blip. So, but yeah, so she's she's just been in Madripoor just gaining more power. I think that's been interesting. I'm, I'm really excited about the Madripoor stuff. You know, that 
Magipur, it's got connections to X-Men. It's it's just I'm really excited about about the options there. Um and now we have it's she's kind of a kind of a villain, I think. You know, she's she's talking about you know, now she's infiltrated the CIA and Shield and all this stuff. Um and so I don't know like she's really what's up? What well, I sorry, I was going to answer our our question oh, there. What is what is the answer? So Malcolm Spellman, who is the kind of showrunner and, and writer, head writer, okay. said that uh, it's close enough to the blip or snap or whatever you want to call it, defines every single thing that happened in the series. Basically, I don't know what half the world's population is, maybe three and a half billion have been gone for five years. They have suddenly reappeared. It's created a global crisis and goes on. So uh, so close enough, whatever that means. So it's close enough that it's still very real. Hmm. So people are speculating six months. So you know, she... Uh, she was so she was building this i think pre it had to be she must have i guess but she was gone for five years because she got snapped away yeah huh i don't know who knows uh, we'll find out more so that's an end credit scene right so just if you're watching the last what you know how i feel about waiting for the last two episodes to put end credit scenes but i was ready this time i was ready this time yeah there was I a couple like there was a couple of end credit scenes in this series too yeah just the last two episodes i think so. um but i'm excited to see sharon carter back i like sharon carter in, in civil war yeah i like, I I like was, the actress emily van camp's good i was like i was into her and steve rogers as an item and then it didn't go anywhere yeah so yeah imagine imagine if he had the guts to just stick it out and be with her and be a man and not go back in time and annihilate an entire generation of people. And go to her aunt. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I, I thought it was interesting. It, it sets up like a whole new person. Whether she's good or bad, we have this new kind of behind-the-scenes person. I almost called her Shadow yeah. Broker, but that's a Mass Effect thing. Power? No. <laughs> what is she now? Power Broker. Power Broker. Okay. Power Shadow Brody is what she is. Don't confuse me like that. I, I can't. She's the broker broker. <laughs> the broker broker. <laughs> so did you have anything on you wanted to mention on Sharon Carter? Uh, like the fight scenes with her, I thought were great. And whether that was, you know, partially her, like the ratio of her to stunt double, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I thought, it was it was it was really well done. I like oh. her as an actress. And I, I thought she's been really underwhelmingly used in the MCU. And you know this, this is a good time let's, let's bring out like the the depths of some of these side characters sure. look i this could go either way i i do not care for the double agent thing very much in terms of storytelling if the next movie starts and you know and, and we finally get new captain america and he's like super trusting of this person and leaning on her for help and she's just betraying him left and right i'm just not gonna be super excited about that kind of plot line but if she's just like a, a fun interesting sort sometimes good sometimes bad character with some some depth and and you know like the what was with her like doing the mission impossible like mask for like five seconds like oh that was that was weird because then she was super she's like oh i didn't need it i don't don't need it yeah (laughs) yeah she's she's there to sneak in but then in front of everybody she takes off her masks and just is walking around the rest of the time and it's like and she's like oh i'm fine i don't need it (laughs) not a big deal why'd you do that like Just to show that I, it's like set, it's setting it up. That that means in, in the next, they, they put that in there. It's got to be for a reason because it didn't make a lot of sense. That means we're going to start seeing some of that Mission Impossible maybe. tech finally make its way into the MCU. Maybe, maybe. 
So she's gonna she's gonna one day she's gonna press the button. It's gonna roll off and it's gonna be Steve. He's like, "What's up, <laughs> old Steve or young Steve?" Yeah. Hello, it's me. <laughs> I've been watching you and keeping track. Uh, it sounded like a. I was trying to be an old Steve Rogers, and I think it turned into like a bad Bill Cosby impression there somehow. But I, <laughs> maybe more of a Richard Harris sound would be better. Harry, uh, I've been watching you. All right. How about the Flag Smashers? Now we now we touched a little bit, kind of on the negatives on Flag Smashers. Um, yeah. What do you have any other thoughts on on them, or on on Carly specifically? She was kind of the the main one, kind of the person that you could point right. out in the group. Yeah, uh, like I, she she was fine. She was in solo. Uh, I was like, I know, I know. She was. Then, then it, oh, she yeah. was. She was the leader person. Yeah, uh, and so she and she's a fine actress. I will say that you know. I wonder what percentage of villains in American-made movies have British accents. Um, mm, a lot. Because we, we don't trust them Brits. Um, no, I, I, liked, I like the idea of, like, like exploring, like, they, they came up with this huge concept of, like, snap, and everyone's gone, and the world moved on, and then everyone came back. That's an incredible, like, that, like that's, like, the stuff TV shows shows are made of like they've made shows like this where people disappear like literally like leftovers and the 4400 and other shows where like people are gone and they come back uh you know there's there's like this is like a, a very interesting but never with never to the scale i mean that scale of that many people disappearing and then reappearing and the idea of like their houses are vacant and empty and people yeah. are just kind of you know need help and ro roaming around and just kind of like like what would what would the world really look like and like, like let's take that seriously and explore that i think it's neat it's a really interesting thought exercise what would happen if you know 3.5 billion people disappeared tomorrow like what would we do and then what would we do in five years if they all came back um and so to have that premise i think that's like i wish that got explored even more i i, I guess they will could probably continue to use that as like a storytelling mechanism in some of these uh, next few movies and shows i hope it doesn't just doesn't like that oh, but now we're good we wrapped it back up yeah. um but I, I i think the ideology and the idea of the flag smashers is probably more interesting than the actual flag smashers um if you had said what would what would a group of super soldiers you know battling be like i'd be like okay that's that's kind of cool but that yeah. it didn't really that didn't really seem like what was happening here i don't know it, they were but, okay. but they didn't want borders but they wanted things post split i you know was it a borders thing was it a blip thing like i i don't know was well, it's a blip. Well, look look imagine tomorrow 3.5 billion people are gone yeah you can't you know so you so you move because your your wife's gone all your kids are gone yeah so you come you come live with me sure and then and and, and the people like refugees and, and then and then everyone comes back and all of a sudden it's like we're, and you and i are living in some random person's home and they're like what are you doing in my house and and we live in some and then nations are like we're all one nation now but we're all working together, one government. Like, let's just be like one. And then to have that completely removed, and now we're going to go back to segregating everybody across. I mean, look, I think we can all agree in some great utopia that if we were all just one people and we all just loved each other as like like one group without without borders, without all these differences, that'd be good, right? Like, I, ideally, that would be good. And to have like a taste of that and then to have that taken away, I can understand like that being like, a drive for like a, a movement like no no we want to go back to that 
Now, how realistic a movement like that is once 3.5 billion people have been added back in? Maybe not. Maybe, but you know, I, I that that part didn't like stick out to me. It's like, oh, what do you what do you want, kid? What are you actually asking for? Uh, but like, you know, she she kind of like went like the stages of her progression of like was escalating pretty quickly and yeah, without she, a lot of like explanation more more expl- extreme and killing hostages and blowing yeah. people up and, and like over a longer stretch if she had really been more of a focal point of the storytelling and rather than just kind of like we need a bad guy uh i think it could have been interesting to explore the psyche of someone who's like genuinely trying to do right by a large number of people yeah. but like also getting seduced by the power of the super soldier serum and this idea of wanting control and dealing with the frustrations of people not listening and having the ability to harm those people what do you do in that situation yeah. and and watching that kind of de- like degrade like in like terms of her moral compass that could have been interesting but it was very accelerated it's like one episode she's like yeah, well, we're here to help and then the next episode she's like well we'll kill a few and then the next episode she's like, we'll kill them all yeah. uh so it's kind of you know the, it was a very extreme progression without a lot of like explanation sure sure manner. so so you know they were i i think they could have been better but you know kind of as i as i touched you know how much of how much of their arc had to be cut because of biological yeah. weapons stuff that were made in magipore you know and you know stuff that disney was like oh let's yeah let, maybe not let's cut that and yeah we'll just make yeah. them bad guys that kind of sin also um, uh this you know just from a practical standpoint you can't really smash a flag i mean maybe like true. the flag rippers the flag burners i mean if like crumplers if you made a, a flag out of glass Bumpers, maybe if you made a glass flag I, you could smash I guess. it you'd have to <laughs> so then that there there are the follow-up to the group the flag makers who uh invented glass flags and then and then that gave way to the flag smashers and they came and just smashed okay them. now i'm all caught up there you go there you go <laughs> during the blip all flags turned to glass so they wouldn't you know the wind wouldn't be a problem yeah got it yep exactly all right um so last one zemo so we got the return of baron zemo, zemo after civil war i'm a zemo fan man one of my first action figures was baron zemo and so i've always really? yeah yeah um you know I, he I had like he had the pink he had like the uh i don't know what animal it's like the white fur with the black spots going around which which i love that they do that on his coat um yeah i was super excited that he got the mask he doesn't have the little crown but that's fine um so i was i was stoked to see the mask and i when he put that mask on in that one kind of episode where he got to really shine um, right. I loved like him coming in with the mask and just taking people out and showing how awesome he was as like a fighter and a marksman and things like that. Uh, something that we didn't really get to see in Civil War. He was yeah. he was all like mind games and manipulating people and, and stuff like that. So it was really cool to see like, oh my goodness, Baron Zemo. Also, he's rich and he's like, oh, I'm a Baron and I've got a jet and I've got this old guy who will just kill people. <laughs> Um, so Alfred. I, He's got I, his own Alfred. I, I really enjoyed this. It was very short. He was, you know, they busted him out. They got to Madripoor he did stuff. And then they just like took him to the raft because <laughs> it was just like, they're in the raft on the last episode. It was like, I was like, Oh, okay. I, I, I would have liked to have gotten more Zemo, but I'm really hopeful that we get more Zemo 
as we move into you know more movies and things like that yeah i was glad they didn't kill him you know that he was you know yeah and there was enough loose ends without having him like just like escaping as well like they can now they can do whatever they want with him because you know like it's like it's like a you know arkham or or death nothing is final in the raft Uh, you can just bring him bring him out i know i know so um, yeah, so he, he I was... touches his neck and the face comes off and it was Steve Rogers again. Oh, maybe. Old, was, he old, was not, he's not old even Steve, in jail. Old Steve Rogers was actually Baron Zemo. Um, so yeah, did you have anything on, on Zemo? What did you, you no, think I, of I, 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 Yeah, he was, it, was, it was neat to see some of the action. I thought the chemistry between the three characters when they were uh, doing their, their various scenes together I thought was really good. Um, I, I, I hearkened it to Lethal Weapon 3, and I, I stand by that. Uh, it, but, yeah, I, I, I was surprised. I, I didn't know what they were going to do with him. Are they gonna, I didn't know if they were going to have him just escape and be loose or if he was going to you know, die, if they were going to try to like, do some like, real strong redemption arc for him. And they really didn't do any of that thing. He had like one agenda, and his agenda was to make sure there were no super soldiers, and then he did it. And so, uh, yeah, like it opens up the door for future. I like the character. I like the actor. Yeah. I didn't have the action figure, though. Oh, man. It was an awesome action figure. Um, it's so interesting. It. He went from, like, like a normal jail to then being put in the raft. Um, so it almost seems like yeah. a like – a, like he, he helped the heroes out. You think that he would get, like, maybe something a little bit better? Instead, he got like the raft. he got something way worse, dude. He's he got like live underwater. The raft is underwater. Yeah, he's, not, he's not like it's not like he's drowning. I mean, he got like a TV. He was like watching the news was or he? listening to a radio. I don't remember. You know, he heard the story about the 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 car blowing up with the with the super soldiers in it, and he smiled and was like, <laughs> "Oh, because that's my butler." His old man blew up the stuff. His Alfred, maybe he has his own personal Alfred. I don't know. It just I was like, "Boy, he was in a regular jail, and now he's stuck on the raft." Uh, maybe maybe it's better conditions. Maybe he's he gets I mean, underwater. Oh, sounds cool. Let's do that. Maybe if I if I ever go to if I ever go to jail, I, 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 I'm putting my request in now to have it be underwater. <laughs> can my assuming I can underwater? breathe? Yeah, I mean, like I'd like to not die underwater because that's a, that sounds terrible. Yeah, but but All if right. I do, I want you to come to my kids ten years later and tell them it was you who drowned me in that cell. <laughs> After befriending them, will do. Yeah. All right, all right. Thank you. Okay, so um, so those were kind of the the main characters. Uh, so now let's move on to a little bit of speculation on speculation. where things are going. Okay, we've got we've got some other characters we can discuss. What we think their involvement might be, where things might be going. You know, now that the movies, I'm guessing that the movies are going to pick up this they announced uh captain america is it captain america 4 or is it captain america and the winter soldier i was captain america 4 but i don't think i don't know if that's like the official title oh that's okay. what i've seen online just people calling it cap War. i don't know if it has a tagline yet i don't even know if it's been completely written but i know that the showrunner who did this is writing it or wrote it so this is going to go into, into, into a movie and so we probably won't get a season two of this, you think? I think it, like if you want to, if you want to give me a season two, give me a season two. I'd love I, to have. I, a I season watch a season two. two of this. I'd love to have a season even two. like fo- it could focus depending. On, it depends on what they want to do with 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 uh, with Captain America four. 
if they make it a very like just Sam centric and he's, you know, it's all about the captain. Uh, and then you save maybe the Sh- Sharon Carter and the U S agent are in a TV show and that's, and then they make like some appearances and that's like a storyline. And I, I don't know, they could, that's the thing. Like they, it's like they could do it or they could not do it. Yeah. And that's kind of like a neat place to be in. Cause it, it, they don't have to make a season two, so they don't have to force a story that isn't there. But the option is there if, if like it makes sense to do another little mini run or another series, they have the option and the actors to do it. So like it's kind of a cool like they can make it more about what story needs to be told and less about, oh, well, we got to fill another six episodes or whatever. So sure. you know, if there's not another story, there's not another story there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm really curious to see. I, c- I could see how they would want this to go into big blockbuster movie. But yeah, I do also like the seasons that they're putting together. I think they're doing a really good job. Yeah. Have you heard rumors, by the way, about like what, what shows are coming out? So we got Loki and then we've what's got, after? We've got Loki. And then we've got, do they have any other shows? Planned? That's what I was asking. I came, I came to you, man. That's what you're, you're my fountain of knowledge. Oh man. Cause I know we've got movies cause we've got black widow and eternals yeah. and Dr. Strange. I don't know if they've announced any other movies, uh, shows. I don't think that they have. Oh, no, 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 no. We have She-Hulk. That's going to be a show. Oh, yeah. Um, That'll be fun. What else was there? Uh, Moon Knight is going to be a show. Uh, yeah. So we, we, we do have more coming. Oh, Hawkeye. We're getting a Hawkeye show. Yeah, yeah. Is it, try- wait, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it still? Uh... Yes, it's Renner. Well, it's it's so we get we get Jeremy Renner Hawkeye training <sighs> new Hawkeye, which is what's her name, Charlie? She was in Bumblebee. Stein Steinfield. Steif- Haley Steinfield. Haley Steinfield. Yeah, she's gonna be the the up and coming Hawkeye. And his daughter wasn't Clint's daughter supposed to be taking over the mantle? No. Are they gonna do a Young Avengers thing? It, it kind of seems like they're heading in that direction. So we'll see. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we do have a number of shows: Hawkeye, She Hulk, Moon Knight. I think there's more, but I can't remember right now. Yeah, Haley's time for Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. Definitely, I know they just filmed. They just got done filming the Hawkeye series. I don't think they've started on Hulk, She Hulk, and I don't think they've started on uh, Moon Knight. But Moon Knight's gonna be Oscar Isaac, so that that should be good. I'm excited for that one. Mm. Um, yeah, and I want to watch the What If uh, stuff. That'll oh, What If! I love What If. Okay, so anyways. So speculation on on some of this stuff. So we aren't sure if there's going to be a season two. It could be a movie. Could be a season two. Probably a movie. I would guess. It's definitely going to be a cap. There's going to be a cap four. For a sure. cap four I mean, movie for sure. Um, for sure. Who's all involved with that? We'll see. Uh, we'll so see. we we got a couple like side characters coming in. That how do we think they're going to play in? Um, Torres. We got Torres, who in the comics becomes a Falcon, um, and he was left the Broken Wings, so we could have some Torres Falcon 
Maybe. I think I I think that's going to be great. Um, we have Isaiah Bradley. Do you think? Do you think they're going to bring Isaiah Bradley back, or do you think this was the end of that arc? I think probably it's the end of that arc. But if they do a season two, maybe maybe he pops in. Uh, I I I would love to see it. But it was such a such a poignant moment. Uh, I'd hate if they bring him back. It better be great. But don't 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 tarnish that beautiful ending uh, with like just like some like just to bring him back and kill him or something like that. He's like, yeah. hey, <laughs> I, 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 I'm happy again. And then and then like I don't know. I'm ready Hulk to fight on him or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he gets shot in the head. Like I I, I don't know. Anyway. I, I don't I ha- like it when they do that, when they just for the emotional impact on other characters kill off like a really great character. <laughs> like, I don't know. I have a really, <laughs> I have a really random question about Isaiah Bradley. Is that a real old man? You mean like the actor? Yes. So not like, I mean, he's not a real old man in the sense that, uh, or is he the like super soldier serum coursing through his body? Or He's is aging he like, like a younger actor that they put makeup on him? How old is that actor? Uh, Carl Lumley is, uh, he was born in, I think, 61, 71, 70? Okay, so he's actually pretty old. Maybe they, yeah, And you may maybe... recognize him from uh, the TV show Alias, uh, if you ever watched that. Uh, um, maybe a couple episodes at least that's where... 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> That show had promise, and then and then we'll have. If we ever do an episode on uh, TV shows that could have been great, I'm going to put that one on my list because mm, okay. the network. Anyway, so I I don't know. I I was watching him, and I'm like I'm like, is is he like really an old man, or or is he like, or is some of that like, aging him up? But I guess he's really old, so. Yeah, he's like seventy. Uh, he's a he's a great actor. And his he is just like delivery, and this was just chilling. It was so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I mean I I agree. I I can't imagine. You know, it, maybe they bring him back for a cameo as you know somebody that Sam can kind of go and talk sure, to or something yeah. like that. That but, that would be great. Like as like a as like a don't, just don't bring him back and kill him. That's not. It's my only request. Sure. Sure. Yeah. He he doesn't need to like <laughs> become a superhero. Or anything like that. Well, you can um, be a superhero. That's fine. Like, like let him go, let him go run around. Uh, but just don't, just don't <laughs> kill him right away. That's. I just don't. Um, so I, I, do you want do you want the lineup? I got all the shows. Oh sure. How, okay, ma- so how many? How many did I miss? Lo- so we got Loki. What yep, if? And yep. then Miss Marvel. Oh, Miss Marvel. That's right. And then Hawkeye. And then the following are undated. Armor okay. Wars. Oh the yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Which I knew will be, about that one. Uh, I am Groot. I don't know what Iron that Heart. Is. Oh, Iron Heart. Oh. That's right. Modok. Modok. Oh, I think that's like that's like an animation or something, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Moon Knight, which you got? Secret Invasion. Secret. Oh, Invasion. that's right. Secret Invasion. She Hulk, and then Silk. 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 Brody, come on. Silk. Is that like a... It wouldn't be a Spider-Man character. Silk who? Silk... 
Silk. Silk, Brody. I don't know what that is. You don't know Silk? I don't know what that is. What is it? What if I said it like this? Silk. Silk. I don't, I, Silk I don't know. will follow Cindy Moon, who ended up getting bitten by the same ra- radioactive spider as Peter Parker. What are the odds? The same spider? Same spider. How does Cindy Marvel Moon. have the rights to that? That sounds like it would be like it would fall into the Sony Spider-Man universe. They struck a big deal, I believe. They got a big uh, for Silk. All all the Spider-Man stuff. I don't, like, I don't know. It's coming, maybe on Amazon, oh. uh, and not and not on Hulu. I don't know. I don't even know if this is a trustworthy source that I just read this off of to you people out here. So do your research. Uh, it's a, that's a talk, talk, punch exclusive right there. May, I'm, I'm officially announcing that there will be a show called Silk about a person bit by the exact same spider as Peter Parker. Named what Cindy are the Moon. odds of that? My goodness. Slim okay. Um, back to what we we're talking about. Uh, the oh, yeah, yeah. next person, Julie Louise Dreyfus. So Val, do uh, oh, I love her? I love her. Val, what's what's the full name? Contessa, Valentina. Uh, not, not Allegra. Allegra. What's what's the Allegra. full name, Charlie? Um, the full name is Julia Louise Dreyfus. No, come on, her character. Or is it? Lu- I think it's not Louise. By the way, it's like Lu- It's not Louis. 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 Not Louise. It's not Julia Louis Louis Dreyfus. Louise? Louis Louis Dreyfus. I've always said Louise Dreyfus. Uh, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Yeah, Julia Louis Dreyfus, right? Louis Dreyfus. Really? Okay, Louise. Well, I mean that's like that's Now like you're a, now you're breaking my brain because I've been saying Julia Louise Dreyfus for my entire life. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Now you're making me question in my own mind if I'm am I am I saying it right? I don't know. I don't know. I've been right. saying it this way for forever. Nobody's ever corrected I'm, I'm, me until now. By the way, we we spent a lot of time uh, talking about pronunciations of names on this. Uh, <laughs> Renault. Um, Okay, well, while you look I'm up gonna look how at the official pronunciation that, while, you, while you keep going. Um, so we, we had Val come in and get John Walker as... It is Louis Dreyfus. Julia Louis Dreyfus? It is. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So you've been it saying is. it wrong this whole time. I guess. I don't know. I don't know if I trust this American pronunciation. Oh, well, I've been saying it right. That's all that matters. Maybe I've been saying it that way, and it just sounds weird saying it out loud. Louis. Louise. Yeah, Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, Louis. Uh, so I've heard now one one say Louis, one say Louise. Oh, my goodness. So, all right. So anyway. Let us know so, in the comments. So, <laughs> how do you say her name? Do you say it Louise or Louis? <laughs> I say Louis. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we, should, we, should, we should definitely look this stuff up ahead of time. I didn't, I didn't know we'd have a... We'd have a, a a controversy over there. I don't know. But yeah, I, her character. I said wow. her name in our pre-meeting, and you didn't correct me. You waited until we were recording to correct me. <laughs> I, I never pay attention in the pre-meeting. It's all in you. No. All on you, Charlie. <laughs> She's great, by the way, though. She Did is you ever great. watch Veep? Uh, no. She's fantastic. And I would watch her in, in like really anything, except for the new adventures of old Christine, because I didn't watch that, so I can't say I'd watch her in anything, but I'm excited that she's part of the MCU, and I thought 
like they kept that really well under wraps. I know she like, she came to set like in a cloak. You can look up pictures of her like all hidden and like she's a Sith Lord being snuck onto set. Yeah. Yeah, so we get her as as this character who in the comics is kind of good, bad. I, I think she yeah, was Madame Hydra at one point. I think she's kind of worked with Nick Fury on and off. Yeah, she is. Um, yeah. The love interest. You know, so she she gets John Walker and turns him into U.S. agent. He's now got the black costume. Uh, like the comic book costume, because that's, that's what he was in the comic books, was the black with the red and the white. Um, calls him U.S. agent. And so there is going to be some involvement there. Wherever we see U.S. agent next, we're going to have to see Val, uh, I'm assuming. And so... Yeah, I want to see her and, and uh, her and Sam Jackson. And uh, I want to see some some banter i want give me some ba- give me some steamy banter between those two yeah yes please so yeah so you know if if u.s agent is going to be involved in the next movie we'll see her as well and so i'm really curious to see how involved she is with the mcu is she going to be a major player throughout multiple movies is she going to be more isolated to this u.s agent character or is she going to branch out from him is she you know is she going to kind of establish her own group maybe you know maybe like a a dark avengers or something like that you know we'll see i don't know yeah who knows i mean like it it kind of set it up like with her mysterious business card and kind of coming in towards the end there like the first few uh, times we see nick fury kind of just showing up and yeah you know creating his team so yeah it'd be i'm 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 excited that she's part of it, and I think it's going to be fun to see what they do with it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's there's Falcon and Winter Soldier. I enjoyed it. I didn't like his costume in the end. I didn't really like the Flag Smashers. His goggles were way too big. They could have just been like that. <laughs> I need to watch that. I need to see I need to. They're so the big. They're so big, and they don't sit on his head right. I'm telling you. Go watch it. I'm right. Yeah um so yeah there you go charlie you have there any you uh you have any other thoughts on this before we wrap up no if i i'm assuming that if you watch this you've probably seen it if you haven't watched it and you've watched all of this there, there's nothing here that we've talked about like spoiler wise that still wouldn't make it enjoyable to watch if you like the mcu especially if you like the captain america side of things sure if you liked winter soldier and civil war this is a show for you to go watch if you've been hesitant to watch it for whatever reason uh, do it. And if you don't have a Disney Plus subscription, get it. Uh, tell them that Brody and Charlie and Talk Talk Punch sent you and we'll get a residual from your membership uh, retroactively in 2035, I believe is when that start kicking in. So I make wish. sure you tell them we sent you. Uh, but check it out. Uh, I, I really recommend it and get excited because Phase 4 is coming and it's going to be... Phase 4 is here. It's here, Charlie. We're in it. We're it's in here. Phase 4. I, I think of the movie. The movies are coming. It's, it's going to be great. I'm really excited for for all the content that's coming and stay here with us because we'll be bringing you reactions to trailers. We'll be bringing you updates uh, when we get them as to like what projects are being announced. We'll be giving you reviews for shows and movies as they come out. Uh, and we'll be doing all, so all your MCU needs uh, will be here at talk, talk punch uh, among your other many needs. So uh, please comment below and let Brody know he made a huge mistake trimming his beard. <laughs> this is like going from full size Groot to, Teenage Groot, not baby Groot. It's still but like long, teenage Groot. Nobody right? liked teenage Groot. It's still look, look. There's my chin right there. It is still long. There it is. See, 
Grow it out, Brody. I can't even look at you. I did grow it out. It's been growing out. Look. Grow it out again. Look, look, there it is. Whatever. It's. Look at that. Look at how long it still is. I don't like your costume. Fix it. Grow that beard. Grow it back. You're still beautiful. Oh, you have a beautiful face. But the beard. Come there on. It's, it's, I'll just take a little getting used to. I apologize. It's, it, it's going to grow again. That's kind of what it does. And let me know below in the comments if you would drink any kind of open beverage while getting your beard hairs trimmed or your head hairs trimmed. That sounds like such a bad business plan to just well, be sipping whiskey or any beverage I, while hair is being just flickered in the air. I think Even it, if you just set it over to the side. I think it's really gonna... more like while you're sitting in the waiting area. I don't think you actually like take your drinks into the barber chair. Okay. Okay. All right. It's like a speakeasy and then you go you go back and you get yeah, all right. Because yeah. I, I have heard people drink whiskey before and say, mm, that's hairy. But that's, I don't think this is what they I don't meant, think so. that's what they mean. No. So all right. Well make sure you click on the videos below to see something else that YouTube is gonna recommend for you. Look mm -hmm. at that cute little Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon. I did like the guy that kept calling him Black Falcon. That yeah. was funny. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing and thumb up in this. All that stuff. We need it. We're new. We're still figuring sure all this stuff out. Happened. It helps. It all helps. Help us. Help us. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Adios.